Okay, so last time you all got a message from uh, Suresh of the Silver Nails that they have an artifact. And if you could come, like, it's pretty urgent. Marina went and checked it out, and it's surrounded, the whole Mustang is surrounded by hollows. So the Silver Cow's been trying to figure out and go talk to some people to make a plan for how in the world they're trying to get there. So, uh, Marina, you said that you wanted Tepacine with Ellery. Uh, just the briefest thing, now that we're alone, I want to grab Ellery and be like, Ellery, can I trust you with a secret? Yeah, what's up? Okay, so if we do save Suresh, we might have just like a teeny tiny little bit of a problem. But like, it's so small, like it's probably not even worth mentioning. Yeah, I just, um, I might have... In trying to get more information about these artifacts, remember when I snuck in, like went invisible and snuck in? Um, what I didn't tell everyone was that uh, my escape plan was to give Suresh a letter from Wick saying that they had feelings for him and that, you know, they are interested in pursuing a romantic... Well, okay, technically the letter didn't say that. It just said <laughs> that your eyes shine like diamonds. But <laughs> the implication was there. Um, and I think Suresh might have been interested or offended. I'm not really sure if uh, Suresh is going to ask Wick out or if he's going to kill them. Um, but like, I just wanted someone to know that. And you did say you were good at keeping secrets. So just like, don't tell Wick. It's just like, we can tell anyone. Mm, we can't tell Gabe. Gabe can't keep a secret. We can, we can't tell Milos. Milos would have like a, you know, ethical thing about it. So just you and me. It's just you and me. Let's just keep it this way. Zip away. Done. Perfect. I knew I could trust the, like, <laughs> goober driver. Like, you learn all sorts of secrets that you must keep for yourself. Oh, the things I will never ever tell you. That's perfect. I have always relied on the lower class workers to carry me through my life. <laughs> God, I'm the worst. <laughs> wow. Blanche Dubois, eat your heart out. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think you want anything else from that? Nope. I just needed to express that to someone for more dramatic interestingness. Wait, do you have, do you even have further plan on that? Like, are you gonna go see if Suraj has any, like, if he actually wants to come at Wick with viciousness, we should be prepared. We will absolutely be prepared. That's why we have Gabe. We'll just point Gabe in his direction and say, go boy, and it'll be fine. And if Suresh wants to come at Wick with romantic feelings, I'll just write another fake letter saying that Wick is playing hard to get or something. I haven't really thought about that part of the plan yet, but it's going to be fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, there are, like, hollows all over the city, so, like, it's probably not going to amount to anything, but I just, like, wanted to say it. Um, anyway, uh, thank you for keeping my confidence. I appreciate you, and, um, yeah. Uh, Ellery violently rolls her eyes and says, I'm judging you, but I made my promise to keep your secret, so I will do that. I'm very used to people judging me, so, all right. And I'm just gonna, like, move away from Ellery and just, like, <laughs> have my day. Yeah, that sounds like a good end point for that scene. So, does anybody need anything else before diving into the score? Let's score it up. Okay, so we've got an engagement roll to do. So we start with one die for sheer luck. Is this operation particularly bold or daring, or is it overly complex and contingent on many factors? Yes and yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's certainly bold and daring in my view, <laughs> and and very possibly overly complex as well. Yeah, there are a lot of factors that could go wrong. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so those cancel each other out. 
Uh, does the plan's detail, so going through the sewers, expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Uh, or is the target strongest against their approach? They have, do they have particular defenses or any special preparations? I don't definitely don't think they're weakest, but it's probably not like strongly fortified. So perhaps like on the weaker side, it could also be neither. Yeah, I think it's probably neither. Again, I don't think it hits them where they're weakest because I don't think we know enough about the hollows to know where they are weakest. Okay. And can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation or are any enemies or rivals interfering with this operation? I don't think anyone's interfering and I do think we got aid from Angus. Yeah. So that's bringing up to two. I was just going to say, which might also, I, I don't know if we can double dip like this. I do have my my weaving the web ability, which gives us an extra die to the engagement role for an operation if I use consort to gather information for you a score. Did? So I did. So I, yeah, I don't know if, since I was consorting with Angus, I don't know if that counts twice. I'll leave I that mean, up you, to you. you. You did do a role and that was for like gathering some information. So I will okay. count that. So that brings us to three die for this engagement role. Let's see how this goes. Okay, five, four, and a two. Cool, okay, so you're in a risky position where the when the action starts. So I think we cut to the five of you in the sewers. It's, it is gross. It is dark. I'm sure everyone's at least a little bit dirty. Gabe, after the revelation that I am actually able to like run far distances, did you continue <laughs> carrying me or have you refused? Uh, I think we're going to let Morena currently walk on her own. I think I'm currently carrying Milos. <laughs> because of his uh, dainty calves. <laughs> I, as T, was offended by that. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, no, Marina is... I think she's more focused on being upset and more focused on being haughty and angry at Gabe than she is on the grossness of the sewers. Like, I think, like... Had Gabe just not carried her, she'd be like, you know what? I understand. This is horrifying. I hate this. But Gabe is carrying Milos and she's like, I've never been more betrayed. Like, I am wounded. Someone stabbed a knife through my heart and twisted it. And she is just not having this. So, like, she's probably walking and rotating between, like, loudly pouting and also, like, just glaring at Milos. I think Ellery is just like, this is fine. You guys complain way too much. Keep walking. I think I think Wick's coat is the only thing that they care about not getting ruined, but since they took it off earlier to go be intimidating, that they probably just decided to leave it at the Moo Cow. So uh, Wick is kind of grimacing their way through the grossness and ignoring the fact that all of the rain and the moisture and everything is making their sparkcraft arm just continually spark a little bit, which is kind of, it looks cool, but it is also uncomfortable because that is electric shocks. So just kind of frowning the whole way through. Um, and I think Milos is justifying being carried by Gabe on the grounds that somebody has to read the map and he can't uh, like look where he's going and pay attention to these extremely detailed schematics at the same time. And since I, I assume it's uh, dark in here. Yeah. I was going to say, I think I will use one of my load to have a lantern with which to read the map. Okay. Yeah. So to position you all, you found that the closest like entrance to like entrance exit to the sewer, like by the Mustang, is there is actually an opening inside the stables. Cause that's a great place to just sweep away all that grossness right into the sewers. So it goes into the stable, and the stable is like obviously next to the inn, but it's not like there there aren't they aren't connected. So it is closer than he would be if you had like tried to walk, like just walk directly there. But there is still like 10 feet or so from the door of the stable to the door of the inn. Cause like they want to keep some separation between the smell of horses. So I think like we, we see you all like with these expressions on your faces and arriving at this like 
straight up ladder to get up to the stables. I'm going to look at everyone and be like, okay, um, I'm going to use my shadow cloak and try to figure out how to get in there. Um, see if I can't like knock a gangplank from the roof uh, to the stables or whatever I can do. Um, so just wait here for my signal. Um, does anyone have a good signal? Whistle? I. Uh, that's a little banal, but all right, we can whistle. Uh, and I want to use both my uh, fine shadow cloak and my silence potion vial. So I am both like, again, you're not really invisible with the shadow cloak. You're like just kind of blended in the shadows, but I'm also silent. You're trying to just walk out the door and get into the inn and try to find a way in to help everyone else. Yep. Okay. So uh, that does sound like a roll. Which action rating are you going for? Probably prowl. Yeah, I think that fits. So... Uh, Considering you have the Shadow Cloak, that does increase the, what is it, the position? So now it is risky. It would have been desperate. Okay. And I think the effect is standard. Excellent. And Do then you want any bonus die? Rolling, using a item, using the Silence Potion vial, does that add an extra die to that as well? I think so. Yeah. I thought so. I thought that using... Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and use a stress to take an extra one on top of that. Okay. Or I guess two stress to take an extra one on top of that. So I'll have two bonus die plus the two that I start with. Mm-hmm. And what was the effect? Sorry. Was that standard? Yes. Okay. Excellent. And that'll be two bonus die. Jeez. Okay. There's a five in there. <laughs> oh. For the audience, that was a two, two, one, three, and a five. So, like, we ultimately ended up not in the worst place, but woof. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) So, you uh, go up this ladder and you get into the stables, which has... It's got a bunch of horses in the stalls, which look pretty restless. Like, clearly nobody has been going out to try to take care of them. They're not happy. But as you, like, get to the door of the stable and look out, you can see this, like this horde of the horde uh, that is just pressing up against the Mustang. And they don't pay much too much attention to like the stables. Like you can, you can get out and head towards the door without like too much of a problem. They aren't paying much attention to you. You're quiet. It is hard to see you. You're in the shadow. Do you just try to like open the door to the Mustang? Uh, I'm probably going to climb to the roof of the stable and jump from there. Um, from the roof of the stable to the roof of the Mustang. Okay. Yeah, so climbing up is fine. Are you, like, are you aiming for anything, like a window or, like, a ledge? Yeah, I think there's a balcony on, like, one of the second-story windows, and I'm, like, jumping towards that balcony. Okay. Yeah, I think, I guess you you jump onto the balcony, and there is a window there. So, I, I guess it's it's locked, so are you trying to open it or smash through it? I'm just going to break through it. At this point, I think they're fine. Like, if I break a window in order to save their life, I think they'll be okay. Okay. The Your silence potion doesn't really uh, affect you breaking open a window. So it is at that moment where a bunch of the horde, like, looks straight up at the balcony. And while, like, they don't see you, there was a noise coming from the object of their attention. And it looks like they're focusing a bit more in that area. You know, just a bit of a threat for later. But yeah, you have uh, gotten an entryway into the Mustang. I'm going to look around the room and see if there's like a long piece of like wood, like uh, something I could use as like a ramp um, or like, I don't know. I'm just going to look for anything I can use to like make it easier for them to get in through this window because they probably don't have the agility that I do to like leap between these two buildings. Hmm, I'm trying to think of what what would be in like the upstairs of an inn, I guess probably like the furniture. So like either like a bench or a table or something. Can I make a suggestion for a thing that might be there? Yeah. I think there's like a very large portrait that has like a like solid wooden backing. Um, but this is like a like 12 foot tall portrait. Um, that was probably ridiculously expensive. It's probably of like Suresh's like great grandfather or something. Um, and I'm absolutely using that. Uh, probably painting side up because I'm a monster um, to make a bridge uh, between the roof of the stables and uh, this window. 
and then I'll whistle to let everyone know, like, hey, we've got a bridge. Come up on the stables. I was just going to ask to clarify, the idea here is that we won't even need to climb, right? We will just be able to walk right across. Yep. Just like make, I made a bridge out of this like portrait so they can just like run from you have to climb to the roof of the stable. But from there, you'll just like run across. Mm-hmm. And then fortunately, we can just like push it into the horde so or pull it out of the horde so they can't like use it to get back with us. <laughs> yeah, this 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 painting is absolutely like beautiful. Like this is a stunning work of art. But yeah, you all got the the whistle from Morena. Yeah, I I mean, I think Milos says, well, time to go and uh, hops down out of Gabe's arms. And uh, then, uh, <laughs> suggestion, suggestion. Uh, Gabe goes, all right, up you go and throws Milos up. <laughs> 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 yeah, I like that better. <laughs> I, I think my, my intention, and I think probably Milos's intention, was to let Gabe go up the ladder first, but finding himself hurled into the air, he will <laughs> grab the ladder. And Milos just, like, lands, like, face first in, like, some hay. <laughs> yeah, out of the hole into the stables and lands on the ground, sits up, gets his bearings. Ed whistles for the others to join him, assuming there's no immediate threat. Yeah, and I'll just follow Milos up after that. I'm going up as well. And Ellery, you heading up? Yeah, I think I'm just going to ask the people, the folks who are already up there to give me a hand and just pull me up. Wick Wick sticks an arm back down there (laughs) and hoists. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess did, um, was there like any communication for like, after that, because Miranda just whistled, I don't know if she let you all know that you need to like climb up to the top of the stable and like go across this painting. I did not communicate that. I think we're just all looking I had around. I said I was going to try to make a bridge, but that was kind of all I said there. Cool. So yeah, you are inside this this stable. There is no sign of Morena, but you you know you did hear the whistle. What do you do? I think Milos will try to. Uh search the area for signs of like where Morena went um just see if he can spot the door any like scuff marks of climbing or anything like that do you want me to make a roll for that no like Morena was just walking in sewers so like her footprints are pretty pretty (laughs) visible yeah but I think uh Milos will just point out the the poop prints and be like let's she must she must have gone this way let's let's follow her as expeditiously as possible all right up you go again and i think gabe's gonna oh throw God, milos onto the top of the stable <laughs> <laughs> well i guess like first like any reactions as you like open the door and then oh there's the horde i think specifically specifically from wick um any particular like reaction as you see all these hollows wick is putting on a brave face but wick is absolutely terrified of the horde uh and also filled with just so much shame does not want to look at them but also cannot let them just hang out in the periphery so it's just kind of like staring at them while also just beat red in the face beat red in the face and wick is normally like waxen white so it's incredibly unsettling to see (laughs) I think there's at least, like, one or two that you, uh, like, recognize. Yeah. Just to twist that knife of it. <laughs> yeah. Wick, Wick is just staring intently at them and hoping that they don't look back with recognition, but also can't not, cannot look at them. Has to. Has to look at them. I think Gabe is going to completely misread the situation and be like, don't worry. It's all right. I know you're afraid of heights. I can get you up there, too. And he'll just, with Wick's permission, also throw Wick onto the top of the stable. Wick is just so utterly distracted by the horde that they hear Gabe offering to throw them onto the roof and just kind of goes, yeah, yeah, uh, sure, sure, bud. (laughs) And then just gets scooped straight into the air. (laughs) And uh, is Ellery also being thrown, or is Ellery, like, climbing up to the roof? Ellery is going to climb up. (laughs) I think Gabe offered again, and Ellery is just like, nope. (laughs) 
<laughs> and Gabe will just follow after. Yeah, so on the top of the roof, what looks a bit odd is there is a, like, just a whole, like, very tall vertical painting that is leaning against, like, part of the roof, and then it goes across to a balcony. It looks really nice, and, like, it shouldn't be there. Wick Wick sees it face up, and the rain coming down on the painting, and is just like, oh. <laughs> and there's oh. already, like, one roll of muddy footprint on top of it, wasn't there? <laughs> No, because Marina hadn't hadn't walked on it yet. Okay. But it's just, it's getting wet from the rain. <laughs> don't worry, just don't look down. <laughs> yeah, Mila, Mila's kind of sighs, but heads briskly across the painting. Yeah, I think Wick is just going to go ahead and hustle too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's just like the shot of this is just like looking at the painting and just seeing all of these like feet like going past just the painting getting just worse and worse and more messed up with each person that passes by. Certain people think that you can actually watch the painting's face get sadder, but that's just a fan theory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh Marina, your your crew has arrived in this like I guess it's just like a, it's an empty, empty guest room in the end. Uh I'm gonna first look at Gabe and be like, uh help me get the painting back in and then uh let's use it to barricade this window. Yeah, no problem. And Gabe will uh, unless you would like me to roll for it, I will pick up the the painting and just kind of set it up like a like a zombie barricade, except for for hollows. Hmm, I'm trying to set if that is worth a roll. I think no, this is on the second floor. And for what it's worth, when I said help me move this, I didn't do anything. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> on I brand. think nothing's implied. Like, I think we probably saw Marina struggle to get it to where it had to be to drop it. And, like, like there was probably, like, a while of, like, Marina just dragging it across carpeted floor and, like, trying to figure out the best way to move it. So she's just letting it let Gabe take care of it to get it back. I'm just having a vision of her when she when she first took the painting down, like, started dragging it, sighed, stopped for a little bit, and then kept going. I could see her, like calling for Gabe to do it earlier as well and then remember that she's alone. <laughs> uh yeah, so the group of you are in this empty room at the inn. Milos will briefly glance around the room and then uh head quickly to the door and crack it open and just uh, assuming there is only one door, uh look and see what lies beyond it and if he can see any of the silver nails or what's going on. Yeah, the hallway is pretty empty. It looks as though most of the doors are open. There's like pretty much one that is like definitely closed, but the rest the rest are are opened up. It sounds like there is like some noise from further down in the hallway. I mean, I don't see why there's any reason for stealth now that we're in the building. They did call for our help. I think that we should just seek out Suresh and the rest of them and go, "We're here." Unless um our plan is to stealth the artifact away from them as well while they're distracted. I see no reason to do that. I feel like we may as well just, yeah, like you said, let them know. Let Especially them know we're here to The help. original plan was to get the artifact from them and then bring it uh, to the Centralia Club. Yeah. I, I think then if everyone's in agreement with that, then Wick would just step out into the hallway and call, Suresh, we got your note. We're here to solve your problems. <laughs> Once again. I'm going to look directly at Ellery and just wide-eyed horror. Uh, I was just going to say that. I was going to say Marina is probably looking very meaningfully at Ellery at that moment. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tick that clock, <laughs> and <laughs> kind of two two things happen. So you hear kind of like some like muffled like muffled screaming like at one point down the hallway, but then you also see like further down it. You see uh, one of the silver nails that like I don't think you ever got a name for, just like one of the background like lower grade ones who like pokes his head out and is just like, oh, are you you're your your wick? Yes. I don't know why that matters. I am part of the silver cowls you sent for us. Oh yes, yes. All 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 of you are are 
definitely needed. But yes, yes, come. Suresh is is, is in here. Mm. Wake just leads the way. Yeah, Milos follows. Yeah, so you get into this this like guest room at the inn, and Suresh is actually lying in the bed, looking pretty roughed up. Like he has got. Like, he's got bandages on, like, his head, a bit on, like, some of his arms and his torso, and, like, his legs, like, not quite in a cast, but, like, they've got, like, I guess, like, a wooden splint on it. He looks rough, but, like, you could see, like, some light come back into his eyes as Wick steps into the room. Wick looks down at him on the on the cot and just says, you look like shit. What happened? And he just, like... Like, like, starts to, like, reach out a hand, but, like, you see him, like, wince, uh, like, put it back down. <laughs> and he's just, like, the, um, trying to get that artifact out. It does, it, it does me good, good to, to see you, though. I don't think Wick knows how to respond to that or doesn't get why he says that. And so just continues staring at him. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Marina immediately is going to be like... It's good to see you too. It does us good to see you too, Suresh. Us as a group, collectively. <laughs> Me, yeah, Milos kind of cocks his head to one side, like a like a confused dog, and that is is just like, well, <laughs> where where is where is this artifact? Where are you keeping it? So he he like does like completely ignores these comics like comments and like just still stares like straight into Wick's eyes, <laughs> and it's just like. Well, we we managed to get one. We got we got the heart, but that was probably our our roughest our roughest score yet. We um we lost to Han. We had to we had to leave him behind. I mean, you can you can see me. We lost a couple others, and um, well, we could we could save save that one for a a bit. But yes, we we managed to get one. Well, you know what they say: matters of the heart are always miserable affairs. Best left alone. <laughs> he like he looks like very like upset for a moment, and then like composes himself. Marina's gonna laugh really loudly and be like, "That was so funny, Wick!" <laughs> like it's such a fake laugh and it's so over the top, but she's trying real hard here. Yeah, don't worry. Love is in the air for all of us. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Milos is just staring at the entire group, like, utterly baffled. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? <laughs> Ellery is giving out nothing. <laughs> Complete poker face. I imagine, I imagine Milos and Ellery are opposite ends of the, of the like, group <laughs> collective. <laughs> and in the middle, there's just everybody else. <laughs> bookends of poker face and utter confusion I'd say that Wick probably snaps their fingers in front of Suresh's face a little bit and meant and goes I meant the heart of Qatar the artifact it was dangerous we knew this where is it now <laughs> like he like like he he like nods like pulling himself together like yeah like right that right <laughs> and he's like it's um it's in a different room for the moment. We have it locked. But um, when you go back, we would like more compensation. We were, I was suspecting we might get maybe a few losses, but Tuhan was, Tuhan was our best scout. Like he was my, my right hand man. And I, I don't, I don't know if we can get the rest without more money. Like we have, we went through a ton of supplies. We're going to need to recruit more people. It's going to take a lot to recover from this. Then, um, I mean, yeah, look at me. Which hand uh, is Wick missing? The right one. I'm going to look. And I think this is Marina trying to be like earnest. And she's like, well, Wick knows all about replacing right hands. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all just collectively took a breath. We were just like. <laughs> uh, and. I do think Miranda probably realizes that, that wasn't the best thing to say. And she's like, um, mm, yep, more compensation sounds great. Absolutely. We can, <laughs> we can get that for you. We'll talk to, we'll talk to our uh, employer. Yeah. Did you all know you have some hollows outside? 
It was hard to get in here, I gotta say. We we had to climb in through your window. That is why I wrote in the note that it was urgent. Oh. Well, we'll certainly talk to our employer. In the meantime, it seems like we both of our interests would be best served by moving the the heart of Qatar away from here with, with all due speed. So if you'll just give us the key and point us to the correct room, we will be off with it post-haste. Well, we do also want this horde gone. Being able to get out of this uh, this inn would be nice. If they're uh, after the heart, they'll probably just come after us, right? That's our ambition, anyway, that we take the heart with us and that the horde being sent here to harangue you for such a powerful artifact will be compelled to follow us instead. Quite possibly. They didn't show up until a few hours after we got back. We were patching, patching each other up and then... Somebody looked out the window and noticed, oh, there's a whole lot of hollows. You said you want this this key, though. Um, so one of my members thought it would be good to good to test it out, make sure that this, you know, was was working um, and, you know, worth worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, she's in the um, there's uh, I'm sure you passed it. There was a, a closed door. It is it is locked. She's she's in there with heart. Oh, was she the screaming we heard? Yes. Mm. Fascinating. Why is she screaming? Well, we are not entirely entirely sure what has happened. I do believe she is possessed. That is my best guess. Maybe she's just having a hard time. Sometimes when life gives me lemons, I just gotta yell, you know? So, it could be that. Maybe we should just... Maybe we could just talk to her a little bit. Give her an ear. Milos is really good at listening to people. <laughs> that is true. Yes. Uh I I was going to say I think it I think it's best that we uh go go talk to this young woman, um or old woman. I I don't know. And and I I would I would say that we probably uh just need to get the door open first. So uh Gabe, if you would. Oh yeah, sure. I'm a door expert. And like Suresh is just like looking to like the other silver nail, just like, oh yeah, like give you can give give them the key. I'm gonna look at Suresh and be like, not to be completely callous. We all know tact is my strong suit, but how attached are you to this member? If she were to have an unfortunate accident. Due to the influence of the heart, could we just chalk that up to extra collateral damage and add it to the bill? That is not something we encourage in therapy. (laughs) I would also offer, if we wanted to not eliminate this possessed woman, uh, I have substances with me that could potentially subdue her until such a time that we could take care of the horde and maybe get her to the spirit wardens or some such. She's your member, it's up to you, but I would like to offer not immediately killing one of your members. He looks very, like, gratefully at Wick um, with, like, a hint of something more. (laughs) 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 And he's like, yes, we already lost we already lost so many. I don't, I really don't want to, to lose another as she wasn't one of our best, but Zamira is, is a, is a, is a good scout and good at what she does. So I would, I would hate to lose more. So yes, if you go in, like, please, please like check in before you, you head out. Let me know how that, how that went. We are, we haven't really known what to, what to do with her slash we've been trying to recuperate on her own. So I would love to know how she's doing. Thank you. And like, he looks, he looks like very deeply into Wick's eyes. Wick is determined to never lose a staring contest. Just keep staring. He like, he like half-heartedly like reaches a hand out, like not a, like, just kind of like in a, he's, he's weak and injured. Just like holds his hand out to you. Just like, again, it, it helps so much just seeing your face. All of our collective faces are great. Yes. I'm going to grab Wick and pull them away. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Milos is so confused <laughs> about the the lack of urgency in this in this man. <laughs> He's like, "Yes, let's go." <laughs> uh so you yeah, mentioned let's go that... check out this ghost woman. Yeah, I was gonna say let's let's go let's figure out what's going on with this possessed lady. Uh, there's a key, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so I think Gabe is gonna use the key. He's just gonna jam it straight into the lock, not even the correct way, and he's gonna push the potentially pull door open, and the whole thing's just gonna come off on its hinges, like key still in the lock. Told you, got it. Gabe two. Door zero. <laughs> Does the door expert have any knowledge about replacing the door should this woman uh, need to be subdued and we've agreed to not kill her and she may need to continue being locked up? How, how are you about putting doors back on hinges? Yeah, nothing a little glue can't fix. And I'll just like <laughs> toss the door to the side. All right. <laughs> And then what do we see when we look in the room? Is she just like standing there? Like, is it a dark, shadowy corner? Like, how horror movie is this? Um, so it's a like pretty similar room, like setup to like the previous ones that you have been in. Zamira is kind of like against the edge of the bed, like like standing like she would be like sitting down onto the bed, like that, like that much backed up against it, but just like standing there and. Uh, it looked like she had been like staring straight ahead, but then like Gabe opens the door and her head like immediately swivels to look at you, and uh, her eyes like look look like hers, but there's this like this like glow behind them, this bit of like golden glow. I have a spirit bane charm, which is a small arcane trinket that ghosts prefer to avoid. I'm not going to go in the room and like press it against her like it's a crucifix. But I'm going to give it to Gabe and be like, go press this against her. Just like put it on her skin. Hello. She's, uh, is she a ghost? Wait, she, no, she, she's she's like a person. Um, But like possessed by a ghost? Potentially. She's she's assumed to be possessed by something. I was going to say, that might be a thing to figure out. <laughs> so because I can talk to ghosts. And is there any way to like communicate with whatever's? possessing this woman i mean that sounds like talking to like a ghost on its own like that that might be a thing like if she like isn't talking on her own but like nobody's really tried talking to her normally we're just gonna press this crucifix against her and see what happens (laughs) no no guys she let's just hear what she has to say hey we're here to listen to your feelings if you want to talk about it or anything I'm just gonna sit down on this bed. It looks kind of comfortable. I think Gabe will walk over and sit down on the bed. Like next to her? And yeah, and just like give a little like bed pat. All right, now tell, tell old Gabe what's going on. There's a moment where like her eyes like go back to normal for a bit. And, like she does like sit down, like sit down with you. And like there's like this like look of like relief on her face, and then her eyes start glowing again, and like her her face gets like very like hard set and determined, and she says, "I want the others. Give me the others." Wick is kind of cautiously edging their way into the room at this point because they've checked they've checked their bandolier to make sure they have all the stuff they need, and now they're like, "What others are you needing?" I have I have the heart. Where is the hand? I need the hand. I need the head. To whom are we speaking right now? Milos asks as he edges into the room, his own spirit pain charm, like <laughs> prominently hanging on the front of his chest. Well, honey, we we can't all have what we all want. Sometimes in life, it's just it's all about letting go. You Just got to. Let go of those desires, you know, and then you'll just find your own, make your own happiness. You know, only you can make you happy. I read that on a boat somewhere. Yeah. So there's like a moment where like her eyes like go, go back to normal for a second. Like it's just like turns to look at Gabe, which is like sigh of relief. And then her eyes start glowing again. And 
her head just like swivels directly to Milos and says, I want my hand and my heart and my I want my hand and my head. Ah, this is bad. <laughs> uh, I am looking at my notes about Kotar. Um, I forgot that one of my notes says Philomela, professor, never talk to again in all capital letters. <laughs> uh, yeah, Milo says, all right, this is interesting. Are you, are you Kotar? I will be if you give me my hand and my head. And there's like a moment where it's like, she, she pauses and just like, really like breathes in and does like a very big like sniff and her eyes like that open back up and her head swivels over to Marina and says I smell you have seen my body where is it you're 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 in it I don't understand the question of course you can smell your body it's right there you know I think I figured out what your problem is it's when your eyes go all glowy and weird when you got those normal eyes, it looks like you're a regular person and then glow eyes. And then you go all to Mandy. I want my head. I want my hand. And you got you got those. You have them. I don't know, guys. I don't know what I can do here. I have exhausted all my resources. I think that while Gabe is distracting her with the inanities uh, that Wick has taken this moment to to pull some standstill poison from their bandolier, um, which is just a powder that causes temporary paralysis and is going to just gently walk towards the woman. Like, Wick Wick could do this very quickly, but is hoping that Gabe is just being so confusing in the things that he's saying about her body that she can just, that, that Wick can just walk up gently and just kind of... Right in the face. Cool. Okay, so why don't we do an action roll for this? So trying to, like, paralyze Zamira? Yes. I, I don't think that we need to fight her, but just in terms of the promise of her not doing anything else for a while and maybe us time to put the door back so that they can deal with her later. <laughs> can I assist on that roll? I think it's uh, one stress on my end, right? Well, first, which action writing are you going for? Uh, that's an excellent question. Um, I think that it would either be f- finesse or prowl. I have zero experience in either, so it's kind of a moot point. If I'm trying to do it sneakily, I guess it would be finesse. Yeah, I think I think that sounds like prowl, like ambush with close violence. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah probably that. Okay, I think this is going to be risky and standard. Could could I, I know this is going perhaps a little bit out of order, but if I see Wick beginning to move toward her, would it be okay for Milos to try to set up this maneuver? How are you, how are, how are you trying to, trying to set uh, just, it up? Just by attracting, kind of doubling down on the Gabe distraction thing and kind of deliberately going over to like, the side of her that Wick is not approaching from and saying, listen, Kotar, mighty great uh, uh, sorcerer of the ancient world, we have heard so much, like just trying to get her attention on him so that Wick can uh, creep a little closer without being noticed. Okay, are you trying to assist with this? So I was, oh, I, was yeah, looking, I was looking at this and only one character can assist. So if Gabe is mm-hmm. assisting, I was hoping there's a little thing in the book that's like, if yeah, somebody's already that. assisting, consider doing a setup. So I was like, I, I can do that. Okay, yeah. Set up another character with your action. If you achieve it, any team members who follow up get plus one effect or improvised position or improved position. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think, hmm, yeah, I think that would give that up to controlled. Yeah. And I was hoping to sway with this. Okay. Yeah, so why don't we pause on Wick's roll to see the setup. So for swaying, I think this is controlled controlled and limited because she's already got like Gabe talking as a distraction and has been focused on Marina. Um, 
And I think I, uh, yes, it's a one-off. Uh, I'm going to push myself okay. um, to get a bonus die to it because I only have one in okay. Sway. Ooh, narrow, but squeaked it out. Four, you hesitate, withdraw and try a different, a different approach or else do it with a minor consequence, minor complication, reduced effect, lesser harm, increased position. Okay, um, so I think like, you do do it. Like her attention immediately turns towards you. She starts like rising to her feet, and like you could see in like her hands, like she is like holding something within them, and like her eyes are just glowing. It's just like, yes, I am Qatar, all powerful. But she's quite distracted, and very focused, at coming towards you. So, uh, Wick, you are now up at controlled standard and then it sounded like gabe wanted to assist yeah so i think i'll mark a stress on my character sheet to help yes so you get plus one die and i would also like to push myself for another one okay so that'll be two bonus die Ooh, nice okay you got a six so yeah you you do it you blow this powder in her face and you said it like it's like it's paralyzing Yes. Yeah, she's like coming coming towards Milos and this powder just goes straight in her face and you see her like blink for a moment and like as she like starts like it looks like she's trying to lift a foot and just kind of goes like stiff and is just like standing there frozen. Wick very quickly like screws the lid back on the thing and and makes sure to wipe their hands off so that there's none left. <laughs> And uh, turns to Milos and goes, "Nice schmoozing, the ghost." Oh, thank every thank every god there is for you, Wick. Um, and he Milos glances at her and then back at Wick and asks, "How how long will she be stuck like this for?" No clue. So we should probably not dilly dally. Indeed. Um, <laughs> uh. I was just going to ask, can Milos look without touching and see what that thing she was holding in her hands was? It it definitely looks a lot like a mummified heart. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Is that the reason that she was possessed? Like, because she's touching it? Well, that's what I'm concerned about. I don't want to touch this if an ancient sorcerer is going to start glowing out of my eyes um i don't know if that's like possible but i kind of like want to knock it out of her hand oh yeah we we could do that i I can also uh i can carry her back to our ship too if we need it i literally am i'm imagining gabe just like like pick her up and then just like shake (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I can, I can, I can hold this. And like, try to shake the heart out of her hand. I, th- I think, Gabe, you could just grab her forearms and just widen. She can't fight you back right now, which is uncomfortable. But this is trying to resolve a larger issue. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, and I'll, I'll like, uh hopefully open her palms so that the heart will fall to the floor. I'm going to grab my knife. I'm going to take a load to take a blade or two. Um, and I'm just going to start cutting the bed sheets. Um, but I want to cut it into a bunch of small pieces um, that are all like when rolled up roughly the size of a heart. And I'm going to like grab the heart and wrap it in one and then bundle the rest and hand them to people and be like, okay, so these all look like they could hold the heart. I think we should split up, run, and take it somewhere else. If we want to take it to the Centralia Club, great. Otherwise, I mean, I don't know if she'll be able to follow by, like, scent or, like, I don't know, power energies. But I think we should just make it clear that we each could have this, take them once we get out of the room, and then just split up. Let the horde follow us in their general directions, and hopefully that will work out. I think that's a 
reasonably good plan. Uh, real quick before we do that, uh, just to to make her easier to transport and hopefully uh, prevent Kotar from awakening a little longer. Uh, uh, Milos will pull a small silver vial out of a pocket and uncork it and wave it under her nose. Um, this is a vial of slumber essence, which is which will put somebody to sleep for an hour. Uh, the sleep isn't supernatural, but it is deep. So it takes some effort to wake them. So I'm just hoping to keep keep Kotar out of commission for as long as possible. Yeah, I mean, she's already like frozen up, so I don't think you need to roll for that. Like she can't move or do anything there. So uh, yeah, she in, inhales this and like she is frozen, but you can see her eyes start to, to close as like, she starts like getting a bit wobbly, like still like technically frozen, but just like does it it doesn't have like the consciousness to help stand her up. I think Wick would probably grab her before she falls over and just kind of plank her onto the bed that she was standing next to, just kind of be like, Wee let her topple, but in a way that she lands on floor on bed and not floor. Um also, for a point of clarifying that nobody's going to get possessed later, uh, Morena, did you put the sheet like underneath her hands so that it just fell into it? Thank you. Okay. Do not want any more ghost shenanigans cropping up. I think I probably like did like the like sheet in my hand and like grabbed it that way and then wrapped it that way. But same effect. You always use an evidence bag. Always. Dungeons and Drama Nerds is produced by Todd Brian Backus, Percival Hornack, and Nicholas Orbis, and it's mixed and edited by Anthony Sertel-Dean. Our Blades in the Dark campaign features Elliot Peterson as GM, T.P. Hewitt as Princess Marina Alana Graciel Valerio of the Greyfire line, Whitney Lane Meltz as Wick, Nicholas Orbis as Milos Jedowin, Dex Fan as Gabe, and Ren Shaw as Ellery Crow. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at dndramanerds. Check out cast bios on our website, dungeonsanddramanerds.com, and tune in next week for another episode of Dungeons and Drama Nerds. Our city is much like yours. Skyscrapers reaching towards the clouds, trains roaring on subway tracks, people bustling through their lives. But there is one major difference. I think I'm just going to run at him. Yeah, 10, 12 tendrils of flame just burst out of my chest at the guy. I figured we already established I don't care if you're a hero. I'm not even really sure if I'm a hero. Clara punches him in the face. But I need you to be heroes in your own right. Moon Harbor is an epicenter of powered individuals. From villains to heroes to everything in between, these super beings strive to shape the world for better or for worse. And often caught in the crossfire are the teenagers and young adults who try to balance their heroic identities with their mundane lives. This is supposed to be fun. We will gab, we will share some secrets, but like, no pressure. Yeah, I'm totally kissing him. (laughs) (laughs) And this panel absolutely needs to be like sparks flying everywhere. Make it cheesy. These are the stories of the young heroes of our city. From flights over busy streets to the farthest reaches of space, Moon Harbor Heroes and our spinoff line, Moon Harbor Extended, are Masks, a new generation actual play podcasts that explore the intersection of responsibility to the world versus responsibility to oneself. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on Twitter at Moon Harbor Cast.